Okay, we're going to start Sicha Chaf. Lots to talk about. We'll see what uh, how far we get. If we need to make this a two-parter. So Rebbe Nachman, we know, and we'll see the source in a little bit, he has the famous, it's okay, healthy dog. He has the famous line, Mitzvah Gedol, Lios V'Simcha Talmud. Right? It's a mitzvah gedol, it's a huge mitzvah to always be happy. <clears throat> we just came off Purim, a day of, of, of happy, of joy, of simcha. Gansiar Purim, there's even a song. Gansiar Purim. It's good that I listen to that, you know, once a week, at least. And uh, we're trying to, to get into this avoda, this avoda of simcha. We learned last week, not last week, two weeks ago. Then Rabbi Nachman said in the last sikh, at the end of Yudtes, he said... I'll just I'll just quote just to get ourselves started here. The end of your test, he says, The main goal of a person is to constantly be involved in actions and doings of Kedusha, mitzvahs, maizim tovim, smiling, saying nice words, whatever you're doing, just do positive things. Just do. Belishim chachmas klal. No complexities, no sophistications. Don't analyze yourself. Just do good to do good. Rak shenasok tamid basir shakadusha bepshitas. Just do everything bepshitas, tamimis, simple, simple, but just do and do and do. And then the last line of the Sikha said, And Nachman always warned us to be besimcha. So we explained two weeks ago, maybe, b'derech efshir, why did Rabbi Nachman throw in Simcha at the end of the Torah that was discussing doing constant mitzvahs, right? Doing constant acts of tov without any chachma. Why did he throw in Simcha at the end? So he explained one of the ways to get to Simcha, right, is by doing many, many mitzvahs, by just being involved in good acts. Even if it's not a mitzvah in the Torah, Helping a person, I mean, let's say it's not considered a chesed, how that would be, I don't know, but smiling at a person, saying nice words, being positive, optimistic, just doing, tenuo. It's not sitting, you know, on a couch, plopping down, just being lazy all day. You know, move. So from that feeling of accomplishment, that sense of, of give me another good word. This, motion. What do we say? We said emotion is energy in motion. Right? So we want to put the energy that we have into motion, to emotion, but a simcha dik emotion. And we explained, how does that make sense? This is, again, this is just a chazar from really two weeks ago, as it segues into this week. How does it make sense that potentially semi-conscious actions, right? I mean, Nachman says, You don't have to have a very high level of understanding. Nasa, no nishma yet. Just nasa, 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 nasa. How does it make sense that that can help a person in a, in a high way, high level way. So number one, if you remember, we quoted from the Kotzker, right? What did the Kotzker say? I want my Hasidim to be so busy doing mitzvahs they don't have time to sin. Very simple. Doing mitzvahs keeps you away from sinning, keeps you away from sadness, keeps you away from all these bad things. But secondly, and this was based on really a few weeks ago, that we said, Rabbi Nachman said in Sicha, I don't remember if it was Yerches or Yedzayin, like, I don't have it in front of me exactly, but he says that it's a Malacha Gedola to be like a behemoth. Right? It's, a, it's, a, it's a big malacha. It's difficult to be like a behemoth. And we explained throughout that sicha, what did that mean? It means to be a Jew who's instinctually filled with godliness. Like an animal who doesn't think, they automatically know what? 
Tezvav, 15? Like an animal who instinctually knows which animals to go after. Or when there's a, you know, when there's a, a, a hole in the ground, they already automatically know not to walk there. They're, it's their instincts. There's no das. It's natural. It's automatic. It's innate. It's ingrained. So we want to serve, says Ramanachim, we want to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu sometimes, and a lot of times, like that. Just serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu because it's your instincts. Not because you have to think to do it, not to do it, how to do it. Sometimes that throws us off. Sometimes to be, to, to be sophisticated, to be a Chacham, throws us off and actually uh, disables us from serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. More than if we just, just do, don't think so much sometimes. Okay, there's a balance. Obviously, sometimes we do have to think but most often people think that we have to think too much or not to st- stop, stop so much. Ad blida. Or, or, or what's, what's it by Purim? Um, blidas. What's the Lashon? No, no, no. What did we just say by Purim? Uh, um, you drink until what? It's, I'm forgetting. Ad loyada. Thank you. Slow my mind. Ad loyada. Sometimes ad loyada. You don't have to know. You don't have to know. Just, just do. And that could bring a person to a sin. So from that we start, now we start our, our Torah now, our Sicha really. Right? And these Sichas of Rabbi Nachman, although many people probably learn them in a more simple, basic way than the Torahs of Rabbi Nachman, we've tried here not to do that. But the Sichas here, every word here, every line of Rabbi Nachman has to be analyzed and understood properly. And it could even be that it's, he hid more gems in these few lines. So let's start with this with Sicha. When a person is all day besimcha, right? This is what we're discussing. How to be a person who could be besimcha all day long. So one of the ways, one of the ways is be constantly involved in avoda, in ma'isim tovim, mitzvahs, saying nice things. If a person is happy all day long, it is easy, says Rabbi Nachman. To set aside an hour to break one's heart in tefillah to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to sit in his Baitadis, to speak to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's much, much easier. It's very easy. Like Rabbi Nachman explained to us many times. But if a person is in a state of sadness, depression, worry, anxiety, stress, it becomes very difficult for a person to be in a state of his Baitadis, to be alone with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and to Speak, to converse with the Kaddish Baruch And <clears throat> Now we know Rabbi Nachman teaches us that his Baitadus and Sicha, Bein speaking to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, are two of the most important avodas that we could do. Many, many uh, Svarim don't even mention these types of avodas, but by breast of Rabbi Nachman, these are the two of the highest. Because these two types of acts, being by oneself and being speaking to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, these are mitzvahs that... that it's like an IV drip of Dvekas. You're right to Dvekas. Right? The Tachlis called Tarakulas of the Mitzvah Ubo Sidbak. Right? Chesidus 101. Ubo Sidbak, to be Davik to Kodesh Baruch is, is the Tachlis called Tarakula. It's the panemius of every single Mitzvah. <coughs> it's the panemius of every single Mitzvah. Every Mitzvah has an outer intent and an inner intent. Outer Avodah and inner Avodah. The inner Avodah of every single Mitzvah is Dvekas. Amuna and Vegas. To believe in a Kaddish Baruch and to connect them. But that's, I don't think that's, uh, we can argue about that. So, <clears throat> and uh, it's interesting because 
I'm, I only want to be positive. I'm only going to be positive. I should try our best to only be optimistic and positive. But there's there's something good going on nowadays. Many, many more people are speaking about his bitterness. It's become a very, it's a hot topic. Even non-Hasidim are speaking about the concept of his bitterness and trying to converse and speak with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. I just, I wonder, and it's really to be, it's to be mechazik, how many people are doing it? Are we speaking about it a lot? But, but are we doing it? Right? Again, positive, we have to mechazik ourselves. That we have to, we have to do it. And it doesn't have to, it could be, it could be for 20 seconds, it could be for one minute, it doesn't matter. It just has to be done in some small way. Right? Don't throw it away because how much time or if I'm doing it right. There's no such thing. When you're, when you're sitting in his bodas with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and you're speaking to him, there's no wrong or right. Just do it. Right? We're going to continue to use Nike without, without asking them. Mm-hmm. Just do it. It's very simple. Don't ask questions. This is what Rabbi Nachman has to tell us. Be like a behema. Again, not a behema to eat and fress like a behema, but to be instinctual. Just do the avoda because it's the emes. And don't stop doing it. We're so, we always analyze, I don't know, is this the right thing? Where's the manual for it? We have to learn about it. What does Rebbe say about it? What does this say? What it? And then you never end up doing it. You have a whole checklist of things you have to do. Before you do it, just do it. And a person's not besimcha because he never does it. Because there's so many, so much complication, so much sophistication this is the this is supposed to be the simplest thing. Just sit down in a chair by yourself and say whatever you want. What kind of what kind of rules are there? How do I do it? How do I, how do I... just talk? You've never spoken in your life. Say anything you want. Doesn't matter. Just direct it towards the Kaddish Baruch Break the ice. You know you need like you know when you're when you're in like these uh, events. You need like an icebreaker. These questions. We need an icebreaker. You need an icebreaker. Say so, Kaddish Baruch How's the weather today? I'm not even joking. If you do that, that will break the ice. You'll laugh at yourself, which is talking good, as we're going to get to soon. And that'll break the ice. Hey, Kodesh Bravo, thanks for the weather today. How many times? Anybody, anybody thankful that that didn't stick today? <laughs> I'm very happy it didn't stick. That's my personal opinion. I like when my kids go to school. I know they weren't, a, they weren't so happy. Okay. I'll go upon them. <clears throat> so, why is it it's a little bit agav, but it's hard not to speak about it. Why is that that we don't enter into into his bodhis more if we if we speak about it and we hear about it and it's so amazing? It's important for everybody to think about. If they are if they would like to enter into this, if they want to be serious, you know, learning Torah's Breslov and Rabbi Nachman and, and believing in him that it's Mamish the highest of Oda. The simplest and yet the highest. Why is that we're not doing it? So there's there's some basic reasons. And we already discussed one. The guy doesn't know how to do it. So for that guy, we're trying to answer, just do it. Don't, there's no how-to, there's no manual. Just use your mouth. A person might be too busy with work and family. There's no time. That happens very often. Or could be that he doesn't necessarily believe that it's more important than learning. If he has a few, if, you know, if he's a few minutes, he's going to hop a safer. He's going to hop some tehillim. Okay? Or maybe a person is, if he's honest with himself, maybe he doesn't believe so much that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is there with him, listening to him. The only, the only way a person can move forward in certain avodas that they're not doing is to be honest with themselves. Well, why am I not doing it? If it's such an amazing avoda and, and I'm, I do believe it, well, then why am I not doing it? 
and then you have to say, well, then if I'm not, if it's because I have no time, well, is it, is it, does it make sense that I can't find a few minutes a day to do what's so important? Am I going to throw away all my golden opportunities for what am I, what am I trading it in for? What are we trading it in for? You don't need any, you don't need any tools. You don't need any devices. You don't need, what do you need? You just need you and you. That's the simplest thing in the entire world. What do you need? Maybe a little bit of quiet. Okay, so maybe it became a rare commodity nowadays. But if we put our phone away, it becomes a lot more quiet very quickly. Now, Rabbi Nachman seems to be suggesting that there's another reason why a person doesn't go and do his baitidus. Right? What does Rabbi Nachman say here? When a person's basimcha, as I've been low, it's very easy for him to be miyachi, to set aside a time to do his bodhis. And if he's ba'atz it's kashalul as bodhid. This could be something that people didn't think about. The reason why it could be, many, who knows? You have, to, you have to ask yourself. There's different reasons, and therefore each person might be different. But potentially, a very subtle reason, and a, and a, and a, and a sly, or it's hard to detect reason why a person doesn't do his bodhis, maybe because. In a, in a hidden way, he's actually batsus. He's sad. He's depressed. Not clinically. It's not necessarily noticeable. But he's not besimcha kolayom. We're not talking about a serious depression where he's sitting in his bed all day. You could have a person who goes to work every day and he does what he has to do and he talks to people he has to talk to and he even smiles at people but he's actually depressed the entire time. This could be. He's not happy with his job. He's not happy with his life. But he does it, and he has to put on a good show, and he's put on a good face. But he's not happy. This person's not going to be able to find the time for his baitis. That's what Rabbi says. So a person has to, has to ask himself, am I happy, or am I not happy? If I'm not happy, well, we're going to talk about that, and we have discussed that. We have to figure out how to be happy. Mitzvah gedolius basim But just to know, if a person is not is happy, that is a very big reason why he's not doing his baitis. And he has to know that. Because a person could say, well, I have the time, I believe in it, I believe it's, so, it's easy to do, so then why am I not doing it? So if you don't have all the reasons, you, you, you throw up your hands, like, why am I not doing this budget? People talk about it all day long, I hear people talking about it, but are you, are you doing it? No, I'm not doing it. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. And it could be there's a very subtle reason, because you're actually not happy. And if you're not happy, it's going to be hard to do as budget now, a person might think on the contrary. What do you mean? If I be depressed and I'm sad, what do you mean? Kol shekein, all the more so I should turn to Kaddish Baruch Hu and daven to him and help me. But Rabbi Nachman says, it's not true. that's not true. That's not true. Ask yourself, we're upset a lot of times, whether it's work, with the kids, how often has that turned into his bodhidus? Big fat zero? In, all, in our 20, 30, 40 years of living, how many times has, has our being upset turned into his bodhidus? It doesn't. It doesn't. <clears throat> so the question we have to ask, well, why is it? Why is it difficult to do his bodhis in Atzvus? And why is it easy to do his bodhis when, when we're besimcha? Well, what's the, what potentially? I'm not telling you, I'm not going to tell you words from Rabbi Nachman. I don't know, maybe somewhere in Breslov literature he explains more, but very often he doesn't. And he leaves it up to the human to come up and to understand what he means. Right? He leaves things vague purposely. 
Right? He does that purposely because there are multiple reasons. He doesn't want to be narrow and give you this reason when for another person it might be X and for you it's Y. And then if you learn X and it's not X and then it's really Y and then you're all confused and it doesn't work. So he knows the MS. The MS is, he knows the Yesodos. He knows all the Pratim too, Rabbi Nachman. But he teaches us the Klal very often. Rabbi Nachman teaches us Klalim. He teaches us big rules. And then we have to understand the details. So the rule is, if you're Besimcha, it is easy to do Hizbaididis. And if you are Ba'atzvah, it is difficult to do Hizbaididis. It's very hard. That's a Klal. Why is that? So it's Kedai for everybody to think about, maybe. I'm not sure if I want to open it up to the, uh, to the public, but I would like you to think about it and then come back with an answer. Because I'm going to say an answer now, but it, it might not be. There might be multiple answers. If Rabbi Nachman didn't tell us an exact answer, so then who am I to say? But for learning purposes, we'll try. <clears throat> so it's also a cloistic of answer, but it, it brings it home a little bit. That when a person is upset, bothered, anxious, worried, stressed, that whole world... <clears throat> he's in a state of constriction. It's a state of gavura. It's a state of din. I'm bothered. Right? I'm sad. I'm depressed. Right? What happens when a person's depressed? He wants to just stay in his room all day. He doesn't really want to talk to people. He doesn't want to go out. He doesn't want to... No, no, go out. Meet new friends. No, I'm not in the mood. I don't want to. Right? This is, this is what goes on. He doesn't want to bond. He doesn't have any energy. He's... What's the word? Acutely obsessed with his situation. I'm stressed about work. There's this, I'm anxious, I'm worried about, I don't know, banks maybe, or whatever maybe the topic is. And it's all he can focus on. If you're in a state of constriction, it's very difficult to expand yourself, to connect with anybody or a Kodesh Right? When you're in a state of constriction, you want to be by yourself, but not in a way of his bodhidus. Really by myself. Some video games, maybe. Some people, could be other things. Just be in bed. I don't have energy. Right? That's, that's what it means. <clears throat> but by simcha, the Indian of simcha is, is the opposite. To be happy is to be in an expanded nature. It's like the Indian of chesed. It's to be expanded, to... Be able to go outside of yourself. You're happy. You're joyous. Hey, buddy, old pal, you just start talking to anybody on the street. You ever notice when a person's happy? There's a certain person I have in mind. No one actually here that anybody knows. But generally, he's a, he's a person who doesn't speak much. He's, just, he's a very quiet person. But then, when his family is around, when there's like an exciting Shabbos and like family comes in, the man doesn't stop talking. He's just in a good way. Because he's so excited, I always, I always, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, you know, uh, you always need an exhaust. You know, a, a, a big, uh, a, like a factory needs the exhaust of the smoke pumping out. A car needs a muffler. A house needs those things on top where the heat is. Everything needs an exhaust because the system, if the energy just stays in, it could, could explode. It needs a way out. So the mouth is the exhaust pipe of, of a human being, right? So that's why when a person's angry. Very often, if, he, if, he, if it's too much for him to hold in, he starts saying not nice words. And if he's extremely happy and he can't contain himself, he starts to say very nice, happy words, just singing, whatever it may be. Comes sometimes out of the legs, sometimes. Sometimes it comes out of the arms, but most often it comes out of the mouth. Right? 
<clears throat> so simcha is an is a is a midah of expansion. Now I'll just tell you this: there's a Torah from the Baal Shem Tev Hakadosh. It's very very important, and he teaches that <clears throat> that the part of the body that connects, right, the aver can only. This is the Baal Shem Tev says. I think it's a Parshas Noach. Can only interact and merge and bond and be used when it's excited, when it's in a state of of, of happiness. So the Baal Shem Tev says. Says if it's if there be an aver mace, there's no whole lot. There's no connection. There's no bonding. Balshamta says it's only when a person's in a state of happiness and excitement can there be a connection, a bonding, right? The midas hayesod, midas hayesod, is like the Alter Rebbe says and other Swarm say hiskashrus to connect. What's his boydudis? What's sichel ben alvein kohen when you're speaking to a kaddish baruch? It's an act of hiskashrus. To connect. You're only going to have energy to bond. You're only going to want to bond with somebody else, and specifically here at Kodesh Baruch Hu, if you're happy, if you're excited. So Rabbi Nachman says, when a person's happy all day long, and so he says, Keshadim Kola then it becomes very, very easy to do his baitadis. You just need to give him a little bit of a room, a little bit of direction maybe, right? He could do it. But if he's in a state of atzis, you could give him the whole manual and he's like, eh, no, I can't do this. I don't feel like talking right now. I just don't feel like it. And in a very, very, very deep way, we're not going to expand on this, but in a very, very deep way, when a person is sad or depressed, anxious, whatever, all that stuff, he's actually, in a very, very deep, subtle way, he's angry at a Kodesh Baruch. Because everybody's a mammon, and if things aren't going my way, but I'll be one-on-one, yeah? And if I if if things aren't going my way, then in a slight way it's a Kodesh Baruch's fault. Now he might not say that, but that's what he means. So you want to bond with the one who's not giving you what you want? No. But a person's happy is besimcha. And again, in his emuna, whether he understands it or not, it doesn't really matter necessarily. But his simcha is because. It's coming from a Kaddish Baruch or whatever it is that he received or that state of being that he's able to be in. So then he wants to bond to the Kaddish Baruch. Again, a little bit of guidance you might need to give the person. Right? You see people walking around all day long in their besimcha. That doesn't mean they're going to his bodhidis. We're talking about a person who knows what his bodhidis is. He would like to do it. But for whatever reason, he's prevented. But if a person's in a state of simcha and he's, he's a servant of a Kaddish Baruch as we're going to discuss in a minute, if you do as Hashem besimcha, it becomes very, very easy for this person to find the time to serve a Kaddish Baruch. Especially if one has the Midah Vakar Satov. Again, it's a whole sugi in of itself. But if a person has worked on the Midah Vakar Satov towards a Kaddish Baruch, ooh, it's, it's so easy. You, you wait for the moment that you could be by yourself and you have an alone time with him to thank him and praise him and appreciate what he's done. <clears throat> so that could be what Rabbi Nachman means. <clears throat> So Rabbi Nachman goes weiter and he says, "V'ein b'makom acher." Yeah, so far so good. V'ein b'makom acher. Nachman says later, "Kama ha'adam tzarech lehischazik liyos samech tamid." How much a person has to put in energy and koach and chizik to become simcha tamid to make to be samech tamid? It's not easy. Ubi yoser b'shasat and even more so when he's davening, he has to put in koach to be b'simcha. There's so many things going against them for the, natu- for, the uh, for the regular person, for the regular Avodah Hashem. Until you break through, tefillah is very, very difficult. 
You have, you have to get up early, or it's the middle of the day. It's a lot of words. You don't even know what a lot of the words mean. And you don't always get what you want. So for a person, it's, there's a lot of things going against them when it comes to tefillah. And that could be because he doesn't understand what tefillah is, he hasn't broken through yet, again, etc., etc., etc. But Lamaisa, it's difficult. A person needs to force himself, exert energy onto himself, do whatever he needs to do to be zochet simcha. Do whatever you need to do. So he says, simcha is one of the greatest midas. It allows you to get to his bodhis, which is the highest, such as to be come davik to Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's in a certain way, it's the tachas of of all of Odas Hashem. As David Amel says, Ivdu as Hashem besimcha. You have to be serving Kaddish Baruch with simcha. And Rav Shimshon Pinkus, Zatzal, most of you probably have heard of him. Rav Shimshon Pinkus says from this Pasuk, Ivdu as Hashem besimcha. I've seen it. It's in the Sefer Sharon B'Tefillah. <clears throat> I'll show you the source. He says that if a person is doing Avodah Hashem and he's not happy, he's not doing Avodah Hashem. That's what he, that's his, those are his words. I'll show you where he says it. If a person is not doing Avodah Hashem besimcha, means it's not Avodah Hashem. He says, how could it be you're serving a Kaddish Baruch the king of all kings and you're not besimcha? It must be you're not really serving the king. You will get schar for it. Of course, no one's saying you're not going to get schar, but he's making a big, a strong point. That might not be called avodah Hashem. You get schar. You, you, did, you did the mitzvah. Is it called avodah Hashem? Do you know that you're serving a Kaddish Baruch Something to think about. So Rabbi Nachman says you have to force yourself... <clears throat> to be besimcha tamid as much as you can. And this hit me once, <clears throat> I think it's the MS. I wouldn't tell you if it's not, but if one truly understands, and I'm not saying I truly understand, but if one has worked and thought about this midah of simcha, not in a childish way, like, oh, I made money and Hashem gave me this, so I'm happy, but simcha is much, much more than that. It's a big, big sugya. But if one understands what true simcha is, and what it opens up for a person, and the expansive, expansive nature, and that it allows us to be dovet to Kaddish Baruch and allows us to connect. So I think, potentially, you could read the Pasuk, Ivdu as Hashem Basimcha, which classically means, do mitzvahs in a state of Simcha. Be happy that you're doing mitzvahs. That's the classic way of understanding it, right? But I think maybe you could say that Ivdu as Hashem Basimcha means that when a person is besimcha wherever, whatever he's doing, he's besimcha, he went to a baseball game. I think. He's at a baseball game and he's, and he's happy. He's genuinely happy to be at this game. No isurim, no prohibitions. He went to a baseball game with his kid or by himself, whatever, and he's, and he's happy. That's called ivdu Hashem. That's called the vodas Hashem. To be in a state of happiness is called the vodas Hashem. It might be a Chiddush, it probably is a Chiddush, but I think it's the Amos. To be in a state of Simcha, whatever you're doing, not against the Shulchan Aruch, has to be with the Shulchan Aruch, that would be considered a Vodas Hashem in a high level. It opens up a person. It can connect a person. I mean, I don't want to compare things, but if a person would be doing a mitzvah in a depressed state, whatever mitzvah that may be, in a depressed state, it maybe it depresses him, or he's already depressed, and it's make you know it's not helping him out. Now, 
I'm not saying you, you shouldn't daven three times a day. You have to, whether you're depressed or not, you got to daven three times a day. But say whatever mother mitzvah it may be. <clears throat> or yeah, versus doing another act that's not necessarily a mitzvah, it's a dover shus. But it's going to bring them to happiness. Happiness. I don't know what a Kodesh Baruch Ratzon is. I'll just leave that up to everybody. I'm not going to say. Again, I'm not saying don't put on tefillin. You have to put on tefillin. But let's say there'd be a mitzvah that, if it's cumus, or you don't have to do as much of the mitzvah, you could pull out a little bit, and you could do something else that'll make you happy. Again, genuinely happy, and it's not going to lead you to doing anything inappropriate. That's, there's no question that's also. I'm talking something that'll just make you joyful, make you happy, bring up your spirits. Or doing a mitzvah that will make you depressed. I'm just throwing it out there. What, 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 what's a Kaddish Baruch Ratzon? What does he want right now? And if a person is going to become an addict to that joy and then never do the mitzvahs, okay, I'm not talking about that either. Don't for this one time. He's just, he needs something to pick him up. Maybe he needs to cut out of some seder he has and go to a restaurant or something. Once in a blue moon. What's the Shem's Ratzon? I'm not passing. Hmm. I don't get in trouble for anything. I'm just, right? Because if, if the tachas of, of life is Ratzon Hashem, What's the Ratzon Hashem? It's not always as simple as, as people think it is. Not always as simple. <clears throat> when it comes to davening, when it comes to davening, the Gemara says, I'll just, I'll just, write, I'll just read one line, this is not really the tachlis of the conversation here. But the Gemara says, I, I, this Gemara brachas, maybe you've learned this Gemara, Tanur Rabbanan, in Omdin Lispalil, a person should not stand to daven, lo mitoch atzvus, not, not from a place of depression, clearly, not from laziness. Not from just joking around. Not from speaking to people. Not from frivolities. Not from... Translate that whatever you want. I don't know. That's how a person should daven. Now does that mean that a person should do mitzvahs and then daven? Maybe. Or it means try to be in a state of simcha of this mitzvah of tefillah. You got that's the Gemara says. You have to try to daven besimcha, open, expanded, not constricted. Tefillah is about opening up to Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's what it is. There's a lot to talk about with, with tefillah. I'm just agav. One of the one of the um, I think. In Yonam that constricts us in tefillah is when a person becomes obsessed with bakashas, asking a Kaddish Baruch again and again for the same things again and again and again and again and, and not necessarily getting them. That binds his tefillah, that constricts him. It makes it narrow. Instead of expanding himself to Pesukah to Zimra and just praising a Kaddish Baruch and thanking him for Modem for everything he has, the only reason, the only way you could be standing in a certain place saying the word modna means like eight billion things have gone right, right in your life since the time you're born and today, right? You can only stand up to daven if everything in your body is working, right? If probably your food, probably have clothing, you probably have you know shelter above, a sitter in front of you, tefillin. <clears throat> when a person starts to pigeon pigeonhole himself into just the the bakushas again and again and again, and it's usually around barech you know what I'm saying? It's usually where, and maybe Shmako, 
You know, Shemak Kalena, those are like the two like headquarters of Bakashas. Lushlaim Ircha, maybe by three weeks we'll talk about that, you know. David Melech, okay, he could take care of himself. Das, maybe a little bit some Hashivenu Vinasarasecha, the Karvenu Akinalavadasecha, that should be where we spend all of our time. You want to ask a Bakasha? Hashivenu Avinu Sarasecha, the Karvenu Akinalavadasecha. Return us back to Torah and Tvila, Kadash Baruchu. But you, everybody knows. Baruch Aleinu, right? Shach Aleinu, right? Became like the headquarters. But then becomes, our entire Tvila becomes like these two like narrow things. And actually constricts us because we don't get it. We get what we think we we should get, and we, not what we want. And then you go into davening. I already like said, it's, people threw away davening already. Uh, you know, twenty years ago, it doesn't work. I do because I have to, but it doesn't work. Maybe for like Rav Meilich Biederman and you know his stories, it works. Right. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. Because I ask a million times and I don't get it. What do you mean? Every story he has, the guy said to him twice and he gets what he wants. I said to him ten times and I got, you know, a big bill. So Davin doesn't work. That's, that's, that's what happened. So we do it because we have to do it. But it's a total pagam in what feel is. So part of the reason why a person's not besimcha in some of his mitzvahs, a lot of mitzvahs, is you don't know how it works. We don't know how it works. We never really thought about it. We're, we're doing the same, you know, rote routine. Is that interesting? Rote and routine is... Those are both English words. Okay, anyway. I thought that was a Hebrew word. Anyway, we're doing the same way since we're, you know, we were taught in sixth grade. We have to expand ourselves a little bit. Maybe, maybe Dominic's about Tvekis. Ooh, what's Tvekis? That's a whole different world. That's not just about asking. Now there's something different. But be that as it may, Rabbi Nachman says we have to be mechazik ourselves. Simcha Tamid. Simcha Tamid. Depend a lot on Amun and Bitachan, Right? The more a person has trust in the Kaddish Baruch Hu, even... It works. Tefillah it works. I don't understand necessarily how it works, but it works. Whatever it's doing, it's doing. Simcha. Because again, our sophistication, our complexities, our chachmas, it's not working, what I think. And therefore, you're sad. What's the tachlis of all your sophistications if you just end up sad at the end of the day? Right? With all the technology and all the brain power that we have, we're not so much more happy than, uh, you know, they were 100, 200 years ago. I don't know. Probably not. Where's the simcha? Nachman says, in the simplicity, right? In the in the pshitas. Just do the things you need to do. And don't always expect, the Gemara even says, don't daven and expect an answer. It brings you to what? Does anybody know what the line is? A person davens and davens and davens. Gemara Bracha says, and you're always looking. When's it going to be? When's it going to be? When's it gonna be? You know what it says? A cave lave. A heart attack. Pain, pain in the heart. You're always waiting and waiting for that that you're davening for. Your heart starts to hurt. <clears throat> That's not going to bring you to simcha. You're getting, you're getting hit right in the place where you're supposed to be to simcha. Your heart's taking hits. Not, it's constricted. It's not open. <clears throat> so Benachim says, V'omer, he says, Ki lizkos simcha is telling us the truth is, to be zochis to simcha. Simcha to me, the person's like, there's no way. That's crazy. But to any simple person's like, come on, yeah. When I make a million dollars, I'll be happy. You know, when when uh, you know when the when I win this, when my kid brings home a hundred, then I'll be happy. And all these things, everything has, <clears throat> you know, a lot of if then statements. If this, then I'll be happy. If that, then I'll be happy. It becomes because of this this whole world that's in our head, it becomes very difficult. Let's go to simple. that to be zochet to this type of simple? Kosh, it's hard. The COVID, it's heavy. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to such a simcha. 
Yosr Mishar Kol Avodos. See, this Menachem is harder than all other Avodos. The Avodos Simcha. You know, like the, the Gemara says that the hardest Avoda by the, by the Kohen Gadol. We have a Kohen over here. The hardest Avoda in the Kohen Gadol by the, by the Yom Kippur service, right, is, the, is in the Kodesh Kedoshim. He has the pan, he has the zach, and he has to move with his hand and his elbow and the whole thing. But for a regular Joe like us, the hardest thing is to be Besimcha. To be Simcha Tamit. To true Simcha. Not Simcha that's totally in making some money. You know, or when the kid gets the hundred, or to become simcha in, in the simplicity of life and everything all the time, that becomes very difficult. <clears throat> so we basically have to end over here. We're going to have to continue next week. <clears throat> but I'll just, we'll just start with this. We'll end with this, and we'll start again with it next week. I'm going to read to you a line, a few lines from Rabbi Nachman in the Kutimran, in Tinyana Chavdalet. This is the source where Menachem says, Mitzvah Gedol Yos B'Simcha That's the source. Mitzvah Gedol Yos B'Simcha It's a great mitzvah to be B'Simcha always. And says Rabbi Nachman, His gaber la'aharachika atzvus, to overpower and to, to distance yourself from atzvus, from depression, marashchera, also some type of sadness. Bekol <clears throat> kocha, with all your strength, you have to get this stuff away from you. Rak simcha. Vahaklali says, Shatsarach lehizgaber ma'od bekola kochos, liyos ach sameach tomit. Person has to put all his kochos in to constantly be happy. What, what, what is this? Why do you have to be. Why do you have to put all of our kochos in? Why can't we just be happy? What's the, what's the problem? Don't we have so much stuff? What's going on with us? It's a little bit of a scary line. I'll have to continue with this next week. The nature of man. The nature, the ingrained, innate nature that we were given by Kaddish Baruch Hu. Is to be drawn after Moreshchara and Atzvus. We're programmed. We're pre-programmed towards Atzvus. Why? Because of certain happenings of the times, we'll have to explain that next week. The Adam Mali because of all the Yisurim we go through. What Yisurim? The Gemara even says, you know what Yisurim is? When you put your hand in your pocket and you're looking for a quarter, you bring it, you pull out a dime. If that bothers you, that's Yisurim. So we have a certain nature within us that we're drawn towards Atzvus, and lots of little things can bother us. And for these reasons, which seem subtle, but are very, very powerful, and they're more often than our simcha, it becomes a very difficult devoted to become a simcha tamid. To be simcha at all, and be simcha tamid. So next week we'll continue with this, and we'll try to work on simcha tamidi.